0: Welcome to Your Ink Story, a podcast exploring what humans have in common through the stories behind the body art folks wear. I'm your host, Andy Lyons, and I hope these ink-spirational short stories sharing the heart behind tattoos fascinate you and leave you feeling more meaningfully connected to humanity. This is season one, episode three, and our Ink Story guest is the artist who designed the Your Ink Story podcast logo, Jess Brett. She's a senior designer at Selman NYC, and you will love learning how she began her tattoo journey and the inspirational design stories behind the beautiful body art she wears. Welcome to your ink story, Jess Brett. I'm so delighted you're here to share your inspirational ink stories. Jess is the talented designer of your ink stories logo and podcast art. I'm so thrilled you're here today, Jess.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This, oh, is, this is awesome.
0: It's so exciting. And of course, the designer of your ink story has tattoos and ink stories to share but just so folks know she brings our, our wonderful jess here brings her gorgeous and powerful branding and design work to the world via selman nyc a gorgeous incredibly talented design firm right down in brooklyn and jess share with folks how you got to become a designer and how you're glowing in the world right now
1: I've been drawing since I was a kid. I was like a shy, awkward, indoor art kid my entire life. And it wasn't until high school where I was like, I can use this to my benefit, like helping with other subjects or having teachers know that maybe I'm not great at another subject, but I'm so passionate about art. I was a painting major in college and really wanted to just do my own thing. But after graduating, it was realizing that just being a creative and having all these different skill sets can lead me to design as a living. So it's, it's just incredible to be able to make art for myself and other people every day. So
0: I can only imagine I, to be that fulfilled and fully expressed. We all benefit from your design work and folks be sure to visit selman s-e-l-m-a-n dot n-y-c to see all the amazing branding work that they do and design work that they bring to clients around the world they're just phenomenal i am truly blessed to have you as the designer of your ink stories logo so jess tell us a little bit about your tattoo origin story i mean what originally inspired you to wear body art
1: So I guess as an artist myself, the idea of like absolute, true, authentic self-expression always appealed to me. I definitely had a a period of time growing up where I was in social groups that included other artists and musicians, and they were really into punk and indie and alternative music scenes where piercings and tattoos are just another accessory. So I was looking at different musician and artist that I liked that wore body art, knowing that one day soon when I'm ready, I will be wearing a lot of that too, yeah.
0: And did you start thinking up designs that you would put on your body as you looked at your friends who already had ink on their body?
1: Yeah, I did. I'm glad that I waited because I do think I would have had a lot of cringy band song lyrics or something that I would have then been like, oh man, I don't even like that band anymore. So I really tried to restrain myself and wait. I kind of set a rule for myself where if I liked the same idea for a full year, that I could maybe get it. I haven't always done that, especially, but I'm glad that I stuck with that when I was younger. So I probably would have had a lot of really cringy things.
0: I think that's a great plan because we have plenty of guests who started in their teens and they do have some of the cringe stories.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I still have those a little bit, but I would have had more. (laughs)
0: Well, and then when you went to go get your tattoo, what was that like the first time? Because you are an artist, I would think you'd be a lot fussier about who put color or design work on your body. How did you make that decision?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that was, I think when I was younger, so this would have been around like 2007, eight ish. And it was more like choosing the studio or the artist. It was more about like, where is there a tattoo shop near me, which at the time was like Hartford, Connecticut, when I went to school. Or does anyone have word of mouth of someone? Where now Instagram, social media in general, is like the best way to research and be like, and you can kind of find people from all over. Or it also gives um, independent tattoo artists that rent their own studio, but don't have a storefront the opportunity to gain clients. So at the time, it was more like, who's around? And the experience itself, it wasn't so much nerves. It was more of like excitement. And the nerves were similar to what you said about being fussy. It was like, is this going to turn out okay? Am I going to regret it? Not so much the pain because I also got like a lot of piercings when I was young. I was bad in that way. I was I was a good kid otherwise. But
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah. expressing our in individuality. And also as a kid, individuating, is that the word when you have sure. to like get out of the your parent scene and get your own thing happening? Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. When you were sitting down in that chair the first time, are you the type that likes to watch and see how it all unfolds? Or were you the one looking out a different direction and just keeping your fingers crossed?
1: Yeah, I was fascinated at the process, even watching them set up the station or how they would draw it out. So the whole thing, I was just soaking it in. And now that I have quite a few, sometimes it's not so much watching because I've kind of been in that situation a lot, but I actually find it quite meditative. I get kind of chill and sleepy. I just find it really relaxing. I know that a lot of other people that have tattoos say the same thing. And then other people are like, you're insane. (laughs) Not to say that it's not painful. It is, but... There is a meditative quality to it as well.
0: Well, listeners, I'm curious, pop in the comments, which is it for you? Do you go into a special space, right? (laughs) Almost a trance, a meditative space while it's happening? Are you counting the seconds until it's done
1: (laughs) or somewhere in between? Yeah, I've definitely heard other people having very vocal reactions to the pain. I'm, I'm not that. I'm like a dream. I just sit still and I'm like, ah. Ah.
0: And so what was your first tattoo? What was the image? And are you still happy with it today?
1: Yeah. So it's this face here. Both. Oh my
0: gosh, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Oh, everyone, so-
0: don't worry. We'll have a picture of this one.
1: Yeah. And she connects to a face that's in the back there. That's hard to see. I turned 18. I had been looking at a lot of different things. And so I also have a family that was not going to be super supportive of these decisions and still actually isn't. My mom still to this day is like another. Yeah. And there's people who are like, how can you ever do this
0: to your body? Yes. Oh my gosh, like that your body is sacred. And now you've done this horrible thing. And something's wrong. And a lot of it is because these taboos have been indoctrinated into us. And especially for people of a certain age, certainly my okay. generation, the boomer generation, it was all about, oh, no, no, really sketchy people get tattoos, yes. people you don't want to know. Yeah. And when I did my research for this show listeners, I found out the most tattooed folks out there in in our area in the US are millennials. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I find that fascinating. So mom to this day is like, what my beautiful precious
1: baby yeah. Put oh, yeah. the body. still has still has issues. So I think I was trying to decide on a design I would like, but also try to minimize the yelling, I would get the the fights or the truck, even though it's like, I'm I'm now an adult mom, mom and dad, Uh, mom was it was a good cop, bad cop. Dad was always like, I could get away with more. So when I picked this artwork, it was a drawing from a musician that my dad and I really love together. It was like a special kind of thing that we had was it an Um, indie musician or someone we'd know his name is Damien Rice he's an Irish kind I guess he would be more indie Uh, my dad has roots in Ireland so we had gone to see him a few times and I was I figured if I went home and was like but it's from the the thing it's it's for you that he would that he'd be like oh it's okay don't yell at her as much (laughs) um I love
0: that. I love that strategy. And listeners, did you have a strategy that you use? Because it doesn't matter if you are embedded in your family in a meaningful way, and everybody loves each other. I've heard parents say, Oh, honey, you know, especially the feminist moms, like it's your body, you can do what you want, right? But then it happens. They're like, what did you do to your beautiful body?
1: Yeah, it's still an issue to this day. And my younger sister has more tattoos than I do, but I paved the way for, her to, for her to get yelled at less.
0: <laughs> Firstborns, thank you all for yeah. making it easy for those of us who came after you.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think that also kind of ties into the placement of my first one because it's on the inside of my arm where I could kind of tuck it and hide it a little. Mm. Not not fully, of course. But, the second I raise my for, it's visible, but
0: and for accessibility folks, can you just sort of describe this beautiful,
1: it's a portrait of someone's face on your, it's on your right arm underneath? Yeah, so it's a line drawing. It's honestly, it's a scribble, but it's a scribble that kind of creates a shape. I've heard a few people ask me if it's iconic Gatsby.
0: Absolutely. That's what I thought when I saw it. I, I really thought of that 1920s art.
1: Yeah. So there's something minimal to it. There's no right. shading. There's not a lot of color, tiny, tiny bit of color and very minimal. And it took, it was quick. It was maybe 10, 15 minutes. So that was probably also the appeal of the design for my first one.
0: And I want to remind viewers, you can find photos of Jess's art on the Instagram account for your ink stories at tell me your ink story. Also you'll see that I highlight plenty of other wonderful indie tattoo artists. I have to tell you for Leo season, a gentleman that I highlighted, amazing. A Barbie tattoo is up there as well, another indie artist. And it's so much fun to amplify the indie artist that we were talking about, Jess, but also so that you can see uh, the beautiful art that Jess has put on her body. So now you're like, okay, well, that's nice. I'm uncomfortable a little that my parents aren't happy, but this is important to me. It's important to express myself this way. I've got my first tattoo. How long before you got your second one?
1: Oh, man. That's a great question. I might have waited six months to a year. A lot of people in the in the tattoo community refer to it as like a bug. Once you start, you get itchy and you're like, I need another. But I tried to really hold on to my like year rule. So I think my second one was um, connected to the first one. So it's, it's, um, it's the same artist, the same style but just on the other part of my arm. So I figured it would just be a nice continuation uh, before thinking of like a completely different concept and placement and everything.
0: Right. And so out of all your tattoos, which one is just really is so meaningful for you that you're the one, the one tattoo that you love talking about the most, and it could
1: be your most recent one. I don't know. It's so fun that I have been kind of collecting they feel like collections on my body and there are there are so many now but
0: when you say so many like so where (laughs) on your
1: body are you focused i had a guest on who just said i'm doing sleeves and that's it i'm complete yeah so i mainly have arms and legs i don't have anything else unlike my my back chest so five or six years ago got an artichoke tattooed a giant artichoke tattooed on my arm it's very very prominent um no color though everybody no color yeah so it's in kind of like a woodcut style Mm -hmm. yeah um so it's a just black ink um line art and my sister has a matching one on her forearm so we went to get these we got them from separate artists but uh we got them when our grandmother passed so I had always liked the idea of getting a botanical illustration. And when she passed, it was kind of like a no brainer. Why did
0: your grandmother like artichokes? Like, what is it about the artichokes that reminds you of your your grandma?
1: So that side of my family is Sicilian. And my Mima, we called her Mima. she Mima. She was the best. She's my mom's mom she made the best stuffed artichokes on the planet but they just became such a staple in every holiday i would special request them on like birthdays and it just they felt really unique to our family gatherings and it just it felt like if i were to come up with a symbol of family of these really positive moments that would evoke that feeling and I think, too, there are some recent family traumas that I'm working through, and it's really nice to have something anchored in love to kind of help with that healing, but it has evolved. So at first, I'm just going to get this giant artichoke on my arm because one day I'm going to have tattoos all over that arm, not thinking that there would be time before there would be other artwork around it. And when I first got it, I loved I loved it. It came out great. But it was kind of floating in space. It felt kind of awkward. It
0: felt ungrounded, I bet. Just- it
1: felt ungrounded. It felt random to others. And and you know, as much as like we get art on our body for ourselves, we do open it up for other people to comment. And I was getting a lot of people commenting and not always positive. I was starting to feel like is this a mistake? Like I just just started to feel strange about it. So I went back to the same artist and I was like, I think we need to find a way to ground this. So I started to add some floral work around it and behind it took in the similar style to help it feel like a bigger piece that it was, it was less just awkwardly floating in space. And then through time I've, I've gotten some other pieces around it. So now the entire upper part of this arm feels like one piece, which is really nice. Jess, I can only imagine with <laughs> your
0: refined, artistic, beautiful brain that you would be like, no, mm, no, no, no. I need this filler here. I need this yes. to happen here. And let me just meet with my designer because yeah. if for some people, just be putting the design on there. That yeah, feels yeah. good to me. But for you, no, 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 no. I can see that. No, we
1: gotta oh, get yeah. That
0: and not even just judged up just to make sense in a way that it feels yeah. like a complete picture.
1: Yeah, you look at it every day. Like you so if something starts to bother you about it can you can think about it every day. That's why it's so important to think about it, plan it out. Also don't ever be afraid if your tattoo artist starts to lay out the stencil and you don't like something. Tattoos are forever, so please speak up. Say hey, can we do a little smaller? Can we rotate it? You don't want to be in a situation where you're thinking about a cover-up or a removal because they're really painful and very expensive. And you just want to, you want to be able to look at it and it should bring you joy. What's your favorite tattoo below the belt? I do have a tiny little guy that I got. I don't have like a ton of memorials, but When David Bowie passed away, I love David Bowie so much. It was probably one of the first celebrities deaths that like really gutted me. So I have a heart and it just says Bowie and script in the middle. It's really simple. It's just a really thin line on my ankle. I love that. I to get some Bowie love. And I didn't want to go with the classic lightning bolt. Like I wanted something. And I like to say too, like it's the only man's name I'll have on my body.
0: So now that you've got so many years behind you of putting body art on your body and and you have these beautiful stories and images and lived experiences and memories, memorials, how has body art enhanced your life and who you are?
1: It was always something that I was going to do. And I think that when I start to get these pieces that then feel like frameworks to build collections, it starts to feel really special I think that being an artist and, and getting to support other artists in their craft, and it feels like the same way I would maybe buy a print. It's like, this is forever. It's also great to connect with other people that are in the community that are tattoo getters, tattoo givers. Sometimes you have conversations, like I mentioned, with the artichoke of people coming up and saying, very strange. But sometimes you have really beautiful connections with strangers. So I just love it. It's it's the experience. And yeah. it's the
0: expression. I, that's yeah. what I feel because I've been asking people about their tats for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, will you share your ink story with me? Mm-hmm. And I just love seeing their eyes light up. Listeners, be sure to follow your ink story on Instagram to see images of Jess's ink and thank her for the gorgeous Your Ink Story podcast artwork she provided here. Jess, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful ink stories with us. I'm so grateful for your inspirational insights about the art of tattoos and the heart of tattoos. You've helped us connect more deeply with each other. And also you've educated us along the way too. I've just loved this conversation.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Ink Story. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you are tuning in. And if this episode inspired you, please share it so we can all feel more connected through our common humanity and lived experiences. If you or someone you know would like to share a meaningful ink story on the podcast, please send me an email, Andy at yourinkstory.com, along with a brief description. Feel free to share your thoughts about this episode via a voicemail message by visiting yourinkstory.com. And when you get to the website, just tap the podcast mic icon located in the lower right hand corner of the screen and leave your message. Until next time, I'm wishing you a delicious day everywhere you glow. Cheers!